0: welcome to the cat protection society perfect podcast a podcast developed for cat loving humans who want to ensure their cat has a happy healthy safe and enriched nine lives and to celebrate just how amazing cats are as companion animals are you
1: considering welcoming a cat or kitten in need into your heart and home A visit to the Cat Protection Society of Victoria in Greensborough is a must. They've been helping Victorians
0: find their perfect feline family member for over 75 years. And if you already have a cat and you're simply looking for the very best in veterinary care for your marvellous moggy, check out their cat-friendly, cat-only vet clinic. To learn more, visit catprotection.com.au. Welcome to The Perfect Podcast, My name is Rachel, your host of The Perfect Podcast, and today I'm joined by our Cat Protection Society Foster Care Coordinator, Chloe Harcourt, who has spent the best part of her working career in the animal industry, and our resident animal behaviourist, Natalia. Today we're going to have a chat about how soon-to-be cat owners can prepare their home and family before the arrival of a four-legged furry family member. Thanks for joining us. Chloe, let's kick off. Um, How can families or individuals identify that they're ready to welcome a new cat or kitten into their home? Um, So I would start by having
1: a lot of discussions with all your family members and the kids and if you have any. And just, yeah, make sure your kids have been around, any friends' pets before, um, have a conversation about how to properly handle different pets what's appropriate, what's not, and a good way to approach different animals if they may be fearful, especially some cats might be extra scared of kids because they can be a bit louder and move faster than adults. Um, And, yeah, just double-check that you're financially stable enough to take care of these animals if they were to become sick, injured or unwell. Yeah. Um have a look into different pet insurances out there. They're always a great idea. And yeah, if you have the time and love to give to a little furry baby, then definitely I think it's a great idea. Fantastic.
0: Um Nat, anything you
1: would add to that? I think
2: that covers most of them and I'd also add Uh, considering how much energy you've got left over at the end of a day. So if you've got a really busy household, um, you know, with lots of kids that you're shuttling to and from different activities or you have a really demanding job and you get home and you're absolutely wrecked by the end of a day, um, that is going to inform which type of cat might best suit your family. Um, So thinking about how much energy you've also got each day to dedicate.
0: Okay, great. Um, So... Families have identified that, yes, they think they're ready for a new cat or kitten. Um, now, what are some of the essential items that you would recommend soon-to-be cat owners um, have ready for their for their cat's first stay at home? The most important thing is to
2: have an area that you can set up specifically for this new cat when they come home in the first days and weeks. So for some people that will be a spare bedroom or an office. For other people that might be a bathroom or a laundry or even a, an extra-large um, pet crate. But having a dedicated location is going to be really essential for a new cat to be able to slot into the new household and feel confident. And then in addition to that, we need to make sure that the cat has somewhere that they can hide. And that can be as simple as a cardboard box or even the carrier that you brought them home in, Um, or it could be opening up the cupboard so that they can slip in there and snuggle into your clothes. in terms of scratching options, you want to make sure that you've got something really tall and sturdy because otherwise cats are going to gravitate towards your sturdy furniture like the couch or the bed.
0: Okay um, Chloe, uh, does that advice differ depending on whether a family is bringing a kitten, adult or senior cat home? Um,
1: I think it's the advice still stays the same. it's just the time frame that you might move in a <laughs> different. Um, you you might be quicker to introduce a kitten to larger rooms if they're confident. Yeah. Um, Always start them out in a smaller room. But if they are, like, crazy bouncing around the walls, you can open the door and allow them access to other rooms. Whereas if you bring home an adult cat who might be a little bit more quiet, more reserved, I would definitely keep them in a smaller room for longer periods of time until they're comfortable to explore slowly and that might be at quieter periods when family members aren't home or at night they might feel more comfortable to explore the areas and get more comfortable
0: okay great um now are there any common household items that should be removed or potentially dangerous spots that um, should be blocked prior to bringing a cat or kitten home
2: Pretty much the same rules as with any animals or kids in the household. So cats are really good problem solvers. They're able to open cupboards and slide doors more easily than a lot of dogs can. So you might want to put your cleaning chemicals up high. You might want to use um, baby locks on the cupboards. Um, But even some cats are really keen to sort of dive into the kitchen sink or the stove um, if there's any remnants of food left over. So those areas can be important to keep extra tidy as you're getting to learn a new personality. Okay, great. Oh,
0: they love to get dryers. into dryer Kittens. Okay. Um, I know I had a kitten at home whose favourite place was the recycling bin. Um, <laughs> so beside the bin and yeah, hung out with all the recycling boxes, which was, you know, all the fun. Um, Chloe, on the flip side, um, obviously there might be the inclination, people are getting a cat or kitten, they're going to rush out and buy everything. Um, is there any particular products that you think are better waiting until families have got a bit more of an insight into their cat or kitten's personality? What should they hold off? on purchasing?
1: Um, Probably a big ticket item. So, I wouldn't go out and spend a whole lot of money on this fancy bed because oftentimes people do that and the cat prefers the couch or a ragged old towel to sit on. Or a recycling bin. (laughs) Yeah, a recycling bin. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we usually just start off with um yeah some blankets a cheap bed see what style they like some of them like the cocoon type beds where they can hide others will never enter that kind of bed yep in their lives
0: (laughs) okay um now if listeners have any other pets at home what should they be mindful of or or perhaps consider prior prior to bringing a new cat or kitten home
2: to set their expectations
0: yep um, to cat
2: Cat time okay so cats are going to take weeks or months to integrate into a new household fully and especially with other animals especially with other cats so um thinking in terms of the next three to six months rather than the next three to six hours okay days i think is really useful for, for people and then the second part is to make sure that all of the animals have Um, plenty of resources around the house so that refers to things like enough litter boxes enough food and water stations a variety of different beds to choose from different scratching options to choose from and that's going to minimize any conflict between animals
0: Okay. okay um chloe Family has brought home a new cat or kitten. Um, what does the first one to two weeks look like? What can families do to help, help their new family member settle in best? Um,
1: one thing I do hear quite often is a family will adopt a cat or a kitten and that night they'll have the entire family over to come meet it. Uh, I would avoid this. I would give the first one to two weeks time for your new pet to just settle in To his or her new environment because everything smells brand new it can be quite intimidating to them so just let them bond with you and your family members slowly Um, i wouldn't chase them around the house and follow them the best thing to do is to just sit on the floor allow them to come to you if they're not go watch some tv and ignore them and they're gonna show interest in you yeah but yeah just stick to a routine especially because cat's love their routine so if you are chopping and changing everything that you do and when you're feeding them where you're feeding them they can get confused um and definitely make sure litter trays are staying close to kittens so if they're exploring to the lounge room bring a litter tray out into the lounge room because just like little kids they're going to want to go when they want to go and they've been running around and they
0: won't look too far for a litter tray. Yeah, okay, great feedback. Um, So, Nat, what are some of the warning signs that new cat owners should be on the lookout for to suggest that their kitten or cat might be struggling to adjust or or settle into their new home?
2: You might notice um, things that are to do with the cat's day-to-day functioning. So, for example, if they've gone off their food for an extended period of time, Um, It's pretty normal for cats to go off their food for a couple of days while they're adjusting to a new environment. But if that's continuing for the first week, that's something to just mark as a concern in your mind. Um, If we're noticing that they're not playing, again, if they're not using the litter box, if they're not wanting any sort of interaction with humans or with other animals, um, those can be signs that our cats are just taking a bit longer to settle in and so it might be a good idea to just give the shelter a call um, and have a chat to someone or go and see um, your vet um, and just make sure that you're keeping note of those things Um, and then you might also notice things like your cat doing lots of vocalizing um, or sometimes cats will be wandering around a new house just seeming really lost so that could be a sign as well that um, we need to maybe make the area smaller for the cat so that they feel less overwhelmed. Um, or there might be some other strategies that we can use like um, feeding them through enrichment puzzles or using a product called Feliway as um, a pheromone product. Um,
0: that's where I'm start. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. Um, Chloe, uh, the Cat Protection Society have a strong foster care program where kittens and cats who aren't ready for adoption are placed into a loving home environment mm-hmm. rather than um, coming directly into our adoption shelter. Um, would you recommend that families or individuals considering welcoming a new cat or kitten into their home look at something like foster care prior to adoption? Yeah,
1: definitely. Um when we have families come in who aren't sure, I always recommend them to foster if I catch them. It's a really great way to see what type of personality in a cat that you're looking for. Um, if you want a playful kitten who's going to be a lot of work or if you have an older cat who's a little bit more quiet and wants to sit on the couch with you, suits your family and lifestyle a bit better. Um, it's a great way to teach your kids how to interact with cats and kittens um, because you can come to all of our information days and sessions and kids are more than welcome to come along too. So we can train them <laughs> and teach them how to um, interact with all these little kittens and cats. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's really good, especially because you don't know what type of personality um, you're going to be drawn to in a cat. So we have a lot of – we call them foster fails when you adopt your foster cat. So we – Oftentimes get a lot of people signing up to foster and they adopt their first cat or kitten and, yeah, it's always a happy –
0: Happy ending. That's it. Good outcome. And I know, um, obviously, at the Adoption Shelter, we do have people that adopt and um, there are circumstances where the cats are returned because of allergies um, that people weren't aware of. So, yeah, foster care gives a good opportunity to test any potential allergies as well. Yes.
1: And some people even foster to try and stretch out their allergies to see if they they can get used to a particular cat. Yeah. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't.
0: Okay. Um, okay, Nat, so are there any resources or similar that you would recommend soon-to-be cat owners look at prior to bringing their fairy family member home?
2: Um, I'd definitely jump on the Cat Protection website because there's some great content in the podcasts um, and you can definitely come in and speak to the team here as well anytime. Um, and then aside from that, I think a really good family-friendly resource is Jackson Galaxy on YouTube. Um in terms of how to set up your home and how to interact with cats um, and um, lots of great tips for kids as well.
0: Okay, great. Um, Chloe, any other advice you'd like to share to, you know, p- people that are potentially listening in thinking they may want to adopt? Um,
1: I think the biggest question we do get is when... Um, Potential adoptees have other pets, so they might have a dog or a cat that they're not sure that they're going to um, get along with well. I always recommend very slow introductions, swapping bedding over um, with each animal to get them used to each other's smell, see how they interact behind doors and walls, and then you can move to, say, like a glass sliding door so they have a visual cue of each other. And then when you do let them out (laughs) together, make sure it's always supervised for until you're confident that they're getting along. Uh, But, yeah, just keeping that very slow, that introduction, because a lot of people take their new cat home and put them right in front of a dog straight away and it (laughs) does not work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Nat, um, what about you? Any last advice that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, If you have a multi-cat household, it's really important
2: as well that all of the different Um, items that you have for your cat have at least two exit points. So for example, if you've got litter boxes um, that have a hood over them, that can be a real problem in a multi-cat household or um, even a dog cat household because the cat can get bailed up in the toilet uh, and not feel safe enough to use it and start going in an undesirable spot. Same goes for things like bedding. Um, You want to try and make sure any cardboard boxes, any scratching trees have Exit points so that the animals can move away easily and not get cornered.
0: Okay, excellent. Chloe and Nat, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cat Protection Society Perfect Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love if you can share this podcast with any friends, family, or colleagues who all love things cats. In the meantime, you can visit our website at www.catprotection.com.au.